strength It's a sword of power Sword of power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings got a Yelp account. He's not afraid to use it. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Balling Out Super. We have to go quiet now that we're on Zoom. We have to hit all the notes. It doesn't feel good at all. I'm America's sweetheart. Katie Rosalie on with me as always is my faithful friend Alex Patak. And I'm America's sweetheart Alex Patak. Yeah, he really is. Look at that pink hat and that great smile and his moonstone shining in the sun. Sun and Hi, wasted on this audio medium, Alex Patak. <laughs> Alex is going to introduce our guest because I can't retain information currently because my brain is made of mashed potatoes. That's right, Katie. This week from the Masters of Their Domain podcast, all the way across the pond, we have the lovely Milo Edwards and Phoebe Roy. Welcome to the show. Thank you Hi. so much How's for having going? us. Mm. Of course. There's nothing. <laughs> There's nothing else uh, more related to the TV show Seinfeld than the other TV show Dragon Ball Z. So it was only a matter of time. They're always being compared. They were airing at the same time. They were airing at the same time and kind of covering a lot of similar topics, which we will be getting into a lot today. But more importantly, before we started recording, we'd begun to discuss Jaffa Cakes. What are they? Mm. Are they (laughs) legally okay to eat? Jaffa cakes. Jaffa? <laughs> they, they are they are quarantine food. Like they yeah. like they've got a little nuclear symbol on the side okay. of the box. Mm. As an yeah. extremely culturally illiterate human, what is a Jaffa what cake? What is a Jaffa cake? <laughs> a lot of the fans are asking. They I'll gotta t- know. I'll tell you yeah. what. It's pretty funny hearing them being called Jaffa cakes. Yeah. What when a- you say it, when you say it American enough, it starts to sound like a food from Star Wars. It's a Jaffa cake. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What? What? Uh, how do you say it? The cake from the end of the universe. It's, it's a Jaffa, Jaffa cake. cake. Jaffa Whatever. Cake. A Jaffa cake. It just makes me sound even more long. I don't know. Jaffa cake. A Jaffa I, cake. Went over, I went over to Christine's house and she had all these Jaffa cakes from that, that weird guy down the street. Yeah, Jaffa cakes are no good here. Only but it's good. Grades. They're only 90 calories. Really? What no, are not, they? No, not, not I at still all. don't understand. All right, hang on. One Jaffa cake can't be 90 calories. It's got to be less, surely. I, Several Jaffa I, cakes. I, oh, no, one is 194 calories. Fuck Aren't me. Aren't you glad no, there's not that's like got to be 100 no, 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 hang on, hang on. I'm lying. I cannot okay. read. 46. Okay. 46. What is it? What is the food? I'm going to hold it. What does it look like? I'm holding it up. It's like a cake. It's like a cake base. 
Okay. Okay. And then so we it's brown on one side, and then we got a chocolate layer. And that's on a the thin other side. chocolate layer. Okay. And between, 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 betwixt, between, between yeah. the chocolate, the thin chocolate layer and the cake Amidst. base is uh is delicious orange jelly. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Yeah. Then, yeah. That on was grounds. It's a delicious orange jelly. That's where the Jaffa comes from. It's the Jaffa it's orange. Jaffa orange, yeah. Jaffa orange. Yeah. A Jaffa orange is an orange with no seeds. And so yeah. it's unclean uh, uh, unclear, unclear whether it's well, it is unclean. It's unclear whether it's a biscuit <laughs> or a cake. It's not on kosher. a legal basis. Actually, yeah. I don't know if they are kosher. Let's find out. Yeah, they might not be. That's, that's um fine. yeah, basically, uh there was as Phoebe and I began explaining <laughs> before the show, uh there was a le- a famous legal case in Britain because uh basically there is a VAT like sales tax on uh chocolate biscuits because they're considered a luxury, but not on chocolate cakes, which are not no. considered a luxury. They're they so, through the blitz. Yeah. yeah, and so McVitie's, the, the manufacturers of Jaffa Cakes, went to court to prove that it was, in fact, a cake and not a biscuit, which they did by baking a really big one and, like, mm. cutting it into slices and serving it to people in the courtroom. You can't um, bake a big biscuit. Well, hey. but this is... So that, and, and this is where I found out an even more useless fact, which is the legal definition of a biscuit is something which starts off hard and goes soft when it goes stale, whereas a cake ah! starts off soft and goes hard when it goes stale. And that's Do you how you have tell the anything difference. in your country that is not pedantic? Yeah. No. <laughs> I told you last no. week. No. <laughs> um. So they they won. Then they won. They win. Yeah. I win. Yeah. Technically a cake. Technically a cake. And that's and why we're, we're still eating, eating them to this day. I'm, I still call them a biscuit because they come in a packet, and you might have them with mm. a cup of tea. That's not a cake. But no, you could you could say that of a fond and fancy. Tea. Uh, the, yeah, but you guys ever had a French it, fancy? But then it's a whole different situation. It's a whole Is different that like situation. Blow job? having cake and tea. <laughs> it's fancy. the cake yeah, equivalent of a blowjob. Yeah, that's what we call blowjobs here. You yeah. get a French, French fancy, fancy in certain parts of Brooklyn for like seven dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah getting a French fancy from Mr. Kipling. Uh, they're much <laughs> cheaper here. I got really dry French fancy last week, and let me tell you, it changed. Exceedingly good head. (laughs) We're moving into our blowjob of the week segment. Blowjob of the week! Which usually follows the advertisement. Uh, Oh, God. But to keep this uh, somewhat anime-related for once (laughs) in my goddamn life, I have to ask you two, for coming on the show, have you seen Dragon Ball Z before? I have, but not since I was like a small child. Like I'd say, I probably not since I was like nine. I have, but uh, me, me, and um, my friend from school used to watch it when we came home from like nights out. Oh right. So we were like, "Can I? Can I? Like, can I talk about drugs on this show? This is a family show." <laughs> <laughs> it's not usually it's until our blowjob of the week segment, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's definitely Since worth Since you already started, I'd love to hear the rest of the story. <laughs> so, we would so we would go out, we would return home basically having taken a multitude of pills and powders, mm, be mm. utterly unable to go to sleep. So, we would just like watch episodes of Dragon Ball Z and like shoot sides of our faces yeah yeah mm. exactly yeah the whatever the early norseys version of whatever they're giving a horse whatever that they're, night, you yeah, take exactly. it and watch yeah. it, it was hooch <laughs> yeah that's what that's what that's what the vibe is mm. in britain 
men's girls schools like if, if a horse takes it then we'll take it too yeah right. there were they the horse girls uh, there That's was right. a lot of uh, there were a lot of alka pops on sale in the early 2000s in britain that would help you shit out your intestinal lining so yeah. in that respect ivermectin has always been with us i believe john lennon once said horses are the women of the world <laughs> yeah. yep yes uh-huh <laughs> love that that's, right. that's about his horse yeah it was called that's woman. about his horse so yeah. now seeing dragon ball again completely sober notes out um uh, brain fully engaged how did it register with you emotionally i didn't understand what was happening like mm. i didn't understand a single word of it i like i really diligently like kind of looked up what had happened the episode before i was none the wiser there's your uh, mistake I I, mm. I read like I read like a long kind of like plot like overarching plot summary of the whole thing. Still, absolutely did not understand a single word of it. So I just decided to just just get myself back into the fifteen year old on MDMA mindset and just sit and just like watch it and just kind of like let it just like just let the kind of the colors and the shapes kind of wash over me. And I kind of just treated it like a kind of meditation. Don't let your friend's mum know that you're an MDMA kind of vibe. Do you girls have Goku in there? <laughs> yeah. be any Goku in there. Yeah, we just got back from study group, Steph's mom. <laughs> I think I hear a saying. Yeah, I'd uh, I'd forgotten that one of their friends is a pig. Yeah. So that was a uh, that was a fun discovery. Um, Another one, the cat. Yeah, the thing is, I could. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't remember any of the plot, uh, but I could remember like some of the characters. Um, I'd completely forgotten that Goku had a son, which is weird because Goku is one of the most childlike characters mm. in the it's like, oh, you know this big boy? Well he has a small boy because Art he Mirror's fucked a woman. In that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um and uh and then I, I just kinda and then I was I I'd sort of forgotten how like how it's just sort of like amusingly like annoying and like into Nissan all the disagreements between the characters are. Yeah, um, this was a big episode for that, for whatever oh. reason. And I don't think they did this. Like, I don't think canonically this is like part of the show, but mm. Goku leaves the hyperbolic time chamber, which for those of you mm. who don't remember, is a magic room that is hot and then cold and very white and clean. And you live in it for a year, but it feels like a day. And then he leaves mm. it and uh, doesn't know how to talk to people anymore. To be fair, did he know how to talk to people before? more than this i think yeah i swear he, he out. was cool before this he was no, so cool he he got brain damaged a long time ago uh, <laughs> he's really he's real he's real cooked he's charming <laughs> in his own way but he comes out and he's got frosted tips his hair yeah, looks great he looks can amazing. i say that yeah yeah you is can it, is say it bigger that than before the liberal media they'll lock you up if you no. say goku's hair looks great society but it's true. raises men not to compliment each other's frosted tips and i say fight against that programming and yeah. appreciate the highlights you know i've been watching so much baseball this season and it reminded me do you remember in the 90s when um the whole media scandal was like, is Mike Piazza gay because he got highlights? That's I think we I, all remember that. I'm sorry. I know this is alienating. I just, it's all <laughs> I've been able to think about this week. It's like the fact that the, the, the entire media went crazy because a man got highlights. <laughs> the only other people with highlights at the time was in sync. That's true. Mm. I believe. Yeah. Ain't no Canonically lie. not gay. Yeah. <laughs> in sync. Except for one. Yeah, legally not gay. <laughs> legally a biscuit. 
Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because they go they go soft when they go stale. But they got so much cake. <laughs> At least one Backstreet Boy had highlights. Mm. Oh, yeah. I think, I think JC one. had highlights. JC, yeah. um, I think Brian experimented with Brian. them. Brian. Brian had more like of a kind of sun balayage kind of you situation. Know. I mean, <laughs> they're from the back streets. Sometimes exactly. you yeah. just got it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Went to a back sometimes street you, hair salon. <laughs> sometimes you need $50 really fast in the back streets. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. just you know do what you have to do. You just got to do something French fancy. Of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Which is where... If you do imagine a Backstreet Boys style blowjob, you imagine a coordinated dance involved with it yeah. and a beautiful song, and it should be worth even more. Yeah. Now it I should be like, worth even more. Behind the music with Boyzone being like, of course, NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys had frosted tips. No one in Ireland had frosted tips. Again, I'm pretty sure that one of Boyzone had frosted tips. Oh, really? Didn't the one who's like, looks like a, who looked we like a builder? We were told it was the work of the devil. <laughs> If you frost your tips, you're legally Protestant. Yeah, yeah that's that, that, and that's why Goku's family are also shocked about his frosted tips. The fact that his <laughs> wife doesn't recognize her husband or her son because they now have blonde hair well, is also, absolutely yeah. wild to me. The son became a man while they he were. He is there. so much bigger, and I have some. I have this, this, we're Wait, just getting into the plot. Of the episode so, now. what is this like? Kind of mm. like a kind of bar mitzvah chamber? Is that what's going on here? Kind it of. is a bar mitzvah it chamber. That's a, okay, a great cool. way of describing it. Hyper bar mitzvah time chamber. And canonically <laughs> is 11. He's 11 yeah. now. He's, a, he's 11. He comes out with frosted tips like you do at a bar mitzvah disco. Like mm. you go and get your frosted tips done for your art. Oh, okay. 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 It's all coming mm-hmm. together now. I'm putting the pieces yeah, together. Bar mitzvah your... disco would be a good podcast name. Can you guys tell we used to have a third host who did all the hosting and he left? listen just wondering if that comes across (laughs) we're rebranding alex as just super chill there's no rules anymore (laughs) dad is out of the house dad left the walls yeah alex you've been on our show we don't respect podcasting rules that's enough of that that's enough of that yeah (laughs) riley came on our show and was adamant that he was going to make us talk about seinfeld for the entire episode and not only did he fail completely but also he hadn't even watched the seinfeld episode yeah what the fuck is that guy's problem (laughs) yeah (laughs) he thought he thought he could crack wise he thought he could come Mm. on our show and crack wise but in the end i just made him talk about the gay sauna (laughs) <laughs> I don't think the cast of Seinfeld would insist on talking about Seinfeld during your podcast. Not a chance. No. Um, I did get really high uh, on mushrooms, and while I was tripping, I decided to rant at my partner how I feel Jason Alexander is massively underrated. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen like, the Rocky and As an actor movie? or sexually? Or as like, a guy? Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, as in, like a performer. I'm just like, people don't get that his comedic performance and timing is on par, and he's been mm. in films since the early 80s, and mm. he's just a delight as I'm like staring at a flower and it's like pulsating i'm like see this guy gets it <laughs> the flower knows <laughs> not to mention single-handedly propping up jerry seinfeld for the first two years of the show when he can't act at all yo that's mm. what i'm saying 
But then after a while, he does fall into a rhythm. I think Jerry gets more guff for his performance on that show than he deserves. He's still pitching the show. He's the face of the show. And he deserves your respect. (laughs) And he deserves that 17-year-old girl. He He earned that 17-year-old girl. (laughs) <laughs> Fair and square. <laughs> Look, you that's, her in a TV that's, the, that's the that's the comedian's rule, as far as I can tell. Mm, like yeah. you, you get can, better at other stuff. You get better at acting, and then you collect your reward. The yeah. better you do, the younger a woman you get. Yeah, that's how yeah. it works. That's how it works. You that should explains. see Jeffrey Epstein's Type Five. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an extreme complicating factor if Jeffrey Epstein was just really funny. Yeah, <laughs> and you'd have to be like, I have this poster up of this guy at my house. I don't know how I yeah. feel about this island. He's doing the Gong Show at the <laughs> Comedy Store. Like, People want to hate him, but he's just too good. You gotta separate the art from the artist. Like, imagine if he was just like the funniest guy on the planet, and just and like mm. just like just ton of people just being like, His okay, talent. you know what? <laughs> just undeniable. I can't. Yeah, not like yeah, Epstein. like it's, an incredibly uh... moving and hilarious <laughs> hour of stand up at the Edinburgh Fringe from Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, definitely, <laughs> I definitely empathize with all of his victims but he was just like how am i supposed it was a tour de force how am i supposed (laughs) to just inoculate myself from this level of genius yeah he has a one-man show called like the island of self or something then you find out it's a real island and you're like oh shit oh it was a real island (laughs) this would have been a much better choice than what he went with as his thing which is fake math expert the island of dr pedo (laughs) (laughs) i drank too much at candy man oh he's gonna get me yeah he represents gentrification or something yeah, <laughs> wait are we still let's... talking about jeffrey epstein no we're not about I, oh we, okay she saw candy man we can't talk about oh, okay. candy man there's simply no time okay All right. Did yeah. anybody see when we started the show? There's no timer in Zoom. I've fallen this problem every goddamn week now. <laughs> Alex, you have one job. <gasps> I see a clock. I just don't know when I started it. Yes, you know what? It feels right, baby. Why don't we dig into the emails and see if anyone's going to make us advertise something? You got to do what you feel. All right. Well, before we get mm-hmm. into Dragon Ball Z, it's time to move into our uh, patented advertising segment. If you'd like to advertise mm-hmm. literally anything, you can email ballinoutsuper at gmail.com. For $20, I'll say a bunch of stuff into a mic that legally I cannot be sued for. Yes. Mm. Uh, some things to consider when you send us an ad read. Uh, what is it? What is uh, it? How say do we find it? <laughs> Mention it by name. Mention websites or handles by name. <laughs> Ideally, you should do bullet points, but I don't even want to ask too much anymore. Just tell us what the name is. Just do the name and we'll make something up. Tell us the name and what it is and where to find it. I understand it's erotica of some form. I just don't know what it's called. Anyway. (laughs) Big uh, steps. To follow you know up what? From... It's actually kind of mad hearing mm. like the script of Mad Men being read out by not the original mm. actors. Yeah, it's true. Mm. Yeah. It sounds really different. The culture in New York is its ahead of the curve. Anyway, what two weeks want? ago. I two want an weeks ad read. Ago, it's not we... about the ad read. It's about the class. <laughs> it's not about the ad read. It's about fighting your dad in a time <laughs> trip. 
Listen, two weeks ago, we did an advertisement for an independent forge that you can buy blades from, and I forgot to mention their Instagram that they made. So if you want one of those, you got to go to Earthbenders Forge on IG, and you can see all their freaking blades. So Check out these knives! But we don't actually have a new submission this week, which means... As always, we get to pitch the wonderful program, Ballin' Out Game Time, behind the paywall on patreon.com slash BOSpod. Do you like cards? (laughs) I know I don't, but yet here we are, $5 a month. Listen to Alex teach me about game theory while I tweet about how Yugiyami is a sub. Let's go. Do you want to hurt Katie in some way? (laughs) (laughs) By pitching her the rules of a card game? Against her will, you'll love balling out game time. I feel like we did a bad job with the card game last week because I didn't know what the segment was, but now we have a name for the card game segment. I just am able to wrap my mind around it. We're performing Card Shark Tank, Shark Tank for card games. That's the segment. I'm just thinking out loud right now, but it's an advertisement technically. $5 a month you get four additional podcasts a month and if you bump up to the ten dollar tier uh in addition to the additional four podcasts you get a krl exclusive what is it it's whatever i feel like every month get your parasocial on bitch come on down to clown town watching milo and phoebe eat the biscuits (laughs) (laughs) They're biscuits. For the last goddamn time. That biscuit. They're too small to be cakes. Yeah, hey, that biscuit. I don't have a horse in this race. <laughs> well, that's fair. <laughs> Patreon.com slash BOS pod. It's a thing. That's a thing. That's a thing. You know what else is a thing? Oh. Children's television program Dragon Ball Z. You know, mm. I think it's time to discuss it. Yes. You ready? I am. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai, episode 84. The title of this episode is Training Complete Goku Sizes Up the Competition! Exclamation point. Now, I have somewhat uh, revealed our hand here that this entire episode is Goku uh, developing autism, but... There's also <laughs> other stuff that happens, so you do have to listen and you have to pay close attention because this is important stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. Wait. Last yeah, we week, should, we should we should ask the guests first because I just feel bad that they're so out to out to see on this. Um, do you have any questions about the Dragon Ball Z world that we can clear up for you before we go through the important text here? I've got I've, I've got a lot of questions. I yeah, there are almost like too many questions to ask. There are too many questions. I to think ask. we're just gonna go beat by beat, and mm. you guys just interject, and we will okay. get into it. Yeah, I think okay. just like treat the discussion the same way I treated watching the show, like just just like kind of mindfulness. Like mm. I don't need to yeah. judge. I just need let to let it observe. wash over you. Mm. It's yeah. more of like an abstract painting. It's like an yeah. experience of lights and sounds. Yeah, and then yeah. there's a pig, and then there's a guy. He has three eyes. And, you know, that's just fine. Yeah, there's an it old blind man. Yeah. It's actually a, a a fable for the importance of diversity in your social circles, you know? And I, Dragon I, Ball is I, really good with diversity. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a very progressive text. Mr. Pico <laughs> is in a lot of this episode. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. 
Bless. Oh yeah, Mr. Mr. Popo's an interesting looking fella, isn't he? Oh they try to cancel oh. him every year. They try yeah. to get rid of him, but he comes back with a new hour. Just mm. for for our guest's <laughs> sake, this is a re-editing of the original Dragon Ball Z, and they had every opportunity to just memory hold Mr. Popo. Hold, and they're like, Mr. Popo stays in the picture, baby. He's part <laughs> of our history. You can't erase Mr. Popo. I'm like, all right, yeah. bold move. Bold you leave move. the statue of Mr. Popo standing. Yeah, he, <laughs> got, he got fired off of the Robinson's Jam label, but then he had to go to Japan. <laughs> Basically, yes, yes. There was they're a big like, campaign to get him back. Yeah, we can paint over this Mr. Popo lawn statue, but what's the point? <laughs> um, so we open up. Uh, so last week, Cell, who's a fancy bug robot from space, uh, decided to make a, a TV appearance to announce that he's holding a competition in which he's a bug robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's okay. very subtly yeah. a robot, but he's also right. the the perfect man. Because his name's Perfect Cell. He's he went on TV to announce that he's gonna hold a martial arts tournament and literally anyone in the whole world can enter. And if we don't win, he's gonna annihilate the earth. So stakes are low. Yeah, stakes okay. are low. Mm. And very important, it's in a parking lot, but he made the ring like out of <laughs> stone with his hands. Like he picked up stones magically and pointed at them and they turned into different shapes, and he's not really a, proud of himself. Not only if is mm. he an impressive warrior, a uh, 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 kind of a bitch and a he sass used to mouth. Be a bug. He's also a masonary, mm. and you know what? I respect. I express tradesmen. He's he's got that um he's got that secret handshake. He's got like one <laughs> trouser leg rolled up. He knows who did nine eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers. It was Cell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh the show reminds us last week that he went on TV to announce this. They're like, just in case you forgot, yeah. this is where we're at. Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Hooray. Ball Z. We we've had a bunch of good ones. We need to do a bad one. Yeah, here's just to a keep bad the plot one for going. You. Yeah, here you go. We could have done this any other way, but we insist on it being like this. Hmm. Um we uh you know, we go to the city and shit's crazy because Cell basically said he's going to fight right outside the city. So everyone's trying to evacuate. And man, this is a very interesting episode to watch the day after 9-11 in New York City, my hometown. Uh, right. So I'm just the like... The bottom third of West <laughs> City is closed off to foot traffic. Yeah, I'm just like, woo, don't take the bridge, bitch. But you know what? They do have flying cars. Which they have flying I cars. Really, How is there traffic? I really... Why? Yeah, it just seems like the ideal situation. But Half also, the population mm. is some form of dinosaur. They can't just trot yeah. away in some fashion. Uh, dinosaurs <laughs> or dogmen. Like I feel like mm. they could just walk, go in the ocean and swim they need somewhere. To grow up. But also, mm. he announced he was going to blow up the whole world. Where the fuck are you going to go? Yeah, it's like, kind of stupid. But it's also realistic mm. in that way because even like. Let's say there's like a nuclear strike situation and you're for sure going to get turned into some kind of Jaffa cookie. Uh, people are still going to be just, panicking, driving their flying cars into the, the bridge. Is the orange sweet? Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm. Is what, it are, what are you orange? imagining? Like a marmalade type situation? Yes. It's like a, it's like um, it's like an extrusion, you know, mm. it's an orange, it's an orange confit. 
if you're eating one correctly, you kind of gnaw the chocolate off the orange and then you have like a kind of square of like orange gelatin that you can like flap around before eating it. The Yankee like... mind reels. What? No, I'm, I'm <laughs> listen. This is like the most I have learned in a single episode in years. So I, I'm fully like, I know I sound like a ditz when I'm asking this. I'm truly asking <laughs> out of my stoner heart about this. <laughs> so everyone uh, is evacuating this city. I forget which one it is. Um, it's one of the big ones. West, south, north. Oh, yeah. wait. Um, this is a segment behind the paywall, but I do have to share this wherever the most people can hear it. I found out I do my little Japanese lessons in every day. Uh, Fukushima means luck island. Whoops. Oh. <laughs> doesn't clarify what kind of luck, does one it? One of those irony names. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe, I mean, it just says luck island. It doesn't say good or bad. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, there is certainly some luck. I feel like the term luck is kind of synaptical, though. It like implies good luck. Hmm. Unless That's you can. true. Like if you say like if you say if you say to someone be lucky, you don't mean like have bad luck. No, you mean goodbye. I think to be clear, <laughs> they should have yeah. gone with Cheers. Misfortune Island. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You should write to them and, and yeah. tell them that. I think I they will. really I'm email. Extremely broken Japanese. I'm learning. <laughs> I think they really yeah. appreciate the feedback, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> you you named the city wrong. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> so we uh we go to Master Roshi's house where the D squad has been literally watching TV. Um and mm. uh Krillin, who I forgot was wearing his dad khaki vacation shorts, which is mildly disturbing to me. Oh um, yeah. Recalls- Krillin looks a lot like the 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 guy who's playing Lisa Simpson in the knockoff version of The Simpsons. You know, the guy who's inside yeah. the costume. Oh, the Estonian guy. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's Krillin's um, vibe. They have a similar power level. Yeah. He looks I like wish- Dave Courtney. <laughs> I wish he Dave smoked Courtney. cigarettes. He Dave would be Courtney a lot is. cooler if he did. Mm. Um, he- Everyone is cooler if they smoke cigarettes. That's that's, that's just a given. Yeah. That's the stance of this podcast unfortunately it's, that's a given uh it's yeah. not about it's not about the cigarette it's about the american dream yeah but and I'm not talking super about, advertisement this week is cigarettes in general yeah yeah, yeah. And i'm talking but, literal cigarettes not a jewel team yeah oh yeah okay. no no that's buy, not that's uh, not a cigarette that's a fucking buy, that's a usb buy thing. any cigarette you want and then fuck someone who's not your wife <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, they call them Lucky Strike. They don't specify what yeah. kind of luck it is. Yeah, actually, it was so a guy true. smoking one of those who started the whole Fukushima thing going. <laughs> <laughs> just, just ashing your cigarette into a nuclear reactor and then like, oh no. Don Draper did uh... Fukushima. <laughs> <laughs> Mad Men Series 8. Yeah. Never released. <laughs> it's not about the cigarette. <laughs> um... So Krillin then has a flashback mm. where he's like, oh, yeah, this whole thing's my fault. I had a chance to deactivate Android 18. So to explain this to our guests, mm-hmm. my standing fan theory is that Krillin's the real villain of the show. And this is a perfect example. There were two mm. hot teen robots. Their name were 17 and 18. And when mm. oh so like a Jerry Seinfeld, like a Jerry Seinfeld teen robot yes a hot okay. teen robot and when Cell first showed up on the scene he wasn't this sexy yet he was kind of more of a bug and he had a little tail 
And in order to become the perfect sexy bug man, he had to put these two robots into his cloaca butt tail. He had to suck and them up his butt tail. So Team Dragon Ball Z was like, uh-huh. to uh, prevent this from happening, we'll make a button that when you press it, the robots turn off and therefore he can't eat them. But Krillin wanted to fuck one of the robots. So he didn't turn he didn't her hit off. The button. And then he didn't save her either. So she still got uh-huh. sucked into the butthole. So Krillin is Jerry Seinfeld on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see him as more of like a... I think uh, he's more of a Newman. <laughs> a Newman, a George. Yeah. A vessel of misfortune. I yeah. want to fuck the robot, Jerry. The, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so Krillin, Newman remember, would fuck a robot, actually. In I don't think, no, no, oh, no, no, no. He you haven't no seen scruples. enough. No, you haven't seen enough of Newman. That is an that is a mischaracterization of Newman's character. George would fuck a robot. Hmm. The concept so of Newman is that he is presented through the lens of Jerry's bias, and so we don't get yeah. to see the real Newman. Yeah, we see mm. what he represents exactly. Oh. Newman and Seinfeld, it's a whole flaw it's a whole flawed narrator situation. Like you mm. kind of pull back and you realize that like Newman's actually a pretty good guy. And that's he's what not happens a good guy. With, he's not a good guy. He's, I guess he's not Krillin. Not as bad. No, it doesn't happen. He doesn't started happen. off Krillin as sucks. as likable and then this happens. So yeah, we remember how he screwed everybody over and he's like, I gotta do something. It's time for me to go fight. Master <clears> Roshi's <throat> like, uh, you're useless. <laughs> Please don't do that. Respect. I me. believe what he says is, "I forbid you from killing yourself," which is like, quick reminder: the show is Japanese. Your master <laughs> yeah. forbids you from taking your own life. Yeah. I mean, it's the a- real reminder that the show was Japanese was the point where you explained that there were two sexy child robots <laughs> who a guy had to put up his ass to become more powerful. It's yeah. kind of like you're like, if someone presented that plot point to me out of context, it's like there's only one country on earth. Where that concept <laughs> could have been arrived at. And it you're thinking, well, it's a children's cartoon. It couldn't have looked that bad. It looked so bad. It was probably the mm. most so disturbing gross. thing I've ever seen on this entire show that I've been watching for like 20 years. <laughs> I'm going to be sending you clips clips when this uh, show ends. Just yeah. so okay, you can nice. really get Please this. Do. Meanwhile, everyone waits for Gohan and Goku. The A squad waits for Gohan and and Goku to get out of the hyperbolic time chamber, and they're kind of just talking shit. And uh, Piccolo and Vegeta have a fight about line cutsies and who's firsties and secondies in the line. Who gets to go firsties back into the wonderful hot and cold white room? And they do. This is important. They say Goku can't be coming out now. He has three more hours in the time chamber, which is three more months for Goku. Uh, Goku then pops right on out of there with no explanation on why he's leaving early. Yeah, him and Gohan Mm. exit the chamber and they seem weirdly chipper for the weird psychological like uh, experience that they just went through. Exposed uh, nipple. Exposed Mm. nipple, exposed calves. Gohan has turned from a little boy to an adult muscle boy, which is disturbing. They're both super Saiyan and yeah, he's still boy sized, Mm. but he's like jacked. Do you guys get I think you should leave over there? Yeah, there's a concept called the little buff boys competition that kind of hones in on what Gohan is all about, where they have (laughs) the heads of boys, but bodies of men. And he's Mm. the winner of that competition. Yes. Mm. And oh, just real fun uh quick before they popped out a classic 
Dragon Ball retcon happens where Vegeta's like, I need to get in there to be so strong. And Piccolo's like, uh, actually, you can only go in for 48 hours. <laughs> New rule. <laughs> New rule. Mm. Uh, and they're like, oh, shit. All right. Or else the door disappears. They make a big thing to be like, what if I just want to stay long? And they're like, you can't. You'll be trapped in the magic room. So uh, they show up. Everyone's like, what the fuck? And they're like, hi, uh, thanks for waiting. We're very hungry. Please serve me, Mr. Popo. Your lover's dead. What else are you doing? And I'm like, this feels inappropriate, whatever. They then oh. go into a comical bit where they're uh, get gorging themselves on food in which Tian's like, didn't you eat while you're in there? And they're like, yeah, but we're two bachelor men with no women. And therefore we do not know how to cook. And he says, makes sense. We can't, men can't, yeah. they can't be cooking. And I can't emphasize enough. The order of sentences Goku chooses upon emerging from this magic time place is like, where is food? This is my boy, son. I'm missing shirt. Like there's no like, <laughs> hello, I've been gone. My son's big now. It's all just thrown out the window. His eyes mm. are drawn like they're veering all over the place. They're drawn like he's completely vacant, head, head empty, eyes vacant, you know. He doesn't explain wh why they're both in Super Saiyan the entire time, which is throwing everybody off. Vegeta, mm. who is the, the sour boy king, is just like, so angry that they're so not mad. pissed off. They're like, how are they Super Saiyan without going full rage mode? And he can't handle it. He can't handle it. He mm. wishes it was him. So usually to become Super Saiyan, you have to get super pissed. Right. Okay. So, so the, the Saiyans, so like the Saiyans are, the, are the alien race who've been sent here to kill all the humans, but Goku's forgotten that, right? Yes, because he fell right, and he okay. bonked his, he he fell bonked he, his head. He bonked his noggin, and now and he's... That, that brain damage good. is really coming to seed. Okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he's like late-era Mike Tyson yeah. by this part of the show. Here is my buff son boy and other such brain-damaged right. remarks. <laughs> so why yes. isn't... My, from my vague memory of Dragon Ball Z as a kid, isn't Vegeta like one of the villains of the show? He is, and they shouldn't hang out with him, but they do because he's so strong. <laughs> and I he see. impregnated their best friend. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> Which is, that's like... Raw dog in. Uh, that's what I respect about Vegeta. That's the real Super Saiyan is when you nut. In yeah. the 90s, they couldn't get you for a crime if you bust in somebody in their friend circle. Yeah, he was yeah. basically like, the <laughs> Prince of All Saiyans cannot be contained by a simple prophylactic. So, yeah. you know. Um, How like do Superman. we know? Yeah. How do we You're know he wasn't wearing one and it just blasted off <laughs> from the sheer power? Yeah. You're fucking Vegeta, and you're like you're like 45 seconds in, and you just see his hair start to turn blonde, and you're like, for fuck's sake, dude, come on. Come on, man. Really? There's really? rubble floating everywhere. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm going to have to rearrange this whole room. Uh, meanwhile, Dr. This is literally Bre a scene in Twilight, by the way. Yeah. To I return to a Twilight. prior discussion. You've what, Never? I've no. never seen it either. I think oh, I was just slightly to... aged out, maybe. No, no, no. You need to rectify that. There's like a, there's like a, uh, there are these wolves who like, uh, when the 
when the guys turn into the wolves, like they are obviously naked because they're wolves, and it would look really dumb if they because were like wolves, wolves because they if they were like wolves in like calves, which oh, would look really stupid. To explain here, yeah. Hmm. But when they turn back into humans, they're still wearing their calves. Where do the calves go? Alex, I would like to double mm. down on this. I feel like you would very much enjoy the Twilight Saga because there is so much weird lore and uh, yeah. and just like non-explanation of stuff. Yeah. There's well, a whole I'll watch it for lore. There's, there's so, a whole that, scene that, that, where they play fun. baseball in the yeah. rain. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they play they play mm. vampire baseball, which looks exactly as idiotic as you expect it to. But like when the, when like when the first movie came out, this was like this was like deemed to be like the coolest thing ever. They play it. To, is it like is it a super massive black hole? Why are you looking at me? I've never seen this. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh no, 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 you haven't. That was the conversation we were having. It is. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's a super massive black hole, yeah. and like and like when they're like, which uh, is also the same scene that he puts the robots in his asshole too. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, What's okay? Okay, I can't believe they put the the baseball episode into the movie. The filler is part of the project. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. The filler is the project. It's all Mm. filler. It's all filler, all killer. That's the that's the Twilight. I know the concept. Like the the culmination of Twilight is that uh, they get the girl pregnant, but a vampire baby will split you in half if you have one. Yeah, and he has to give her that? a vampire cesarean, which is again exactly as appalling as you might imagine. <laughs> and it then, to be. and then she has a really sexy baby. And then she has a sexy baby. Me. He's glowing. Uh, but why will it rip you in half? Is it just gonna like? Is it really because big? It, no, because it's a vampire baby. So it like so it needs so it needs like the blood of humans to survive so you it's think draining the pregnancy all would be the... what kills you then not the coming no, it's, out it's dra- no it's, so it's draining all the resources of the mother and that's why he has to vampirize her and th- but th- that's in like the process of giving her this vampire cesarean where he like chews the baby out of her uterus what it's like fuck? it's like it, yeah considering this film is like aimed at like 13 year old girls it's like pussy. it's fucking mental <laughs> why can't you do a normal cesarean on the vampire baby it was what, what? written by a Mormon, so just like yeah. keep just that to keep in that mind. in your head. Like, yeah, like, uh, all the whole time you need to keep that in there. Um, There's too but, much to yeah. keep in my head. I'm getting confused. Okay, you say why can't she have a normal cesarean? You're not gonna bring someone to a hospital and be like, okay, so she's having my vampire baby. She needs right. a cesarean. Yeah, no, no, this is a home, questions. <laughs> this is a home birth. I got a situation. veterinarian straightened out. Yeah, <laughs> and a guy who does horses. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll cut hey. that vampire right out of your pussy, baby. No problem. I've seen this before. Uh, I'm a gynecologist, yeah. Carlo Edwards. That's right. I'm now having a fun time imagining Doctor Cell. You bring him in to deliver your baby, and he's like, "I'll rip that shit out of your pussy." <laughs> With one hand, I've designed uh, a lab table. That you can go on. <laughs> yeah. And then and then what happens if he like puts a puts your baby up his robot butt? Like then what happens? It's never yeah. happened before. He's in love with the baby. Yeah, Although what presumably happens if he falls so Cell has baby. been Cell has been disappearing entire town, so he's he's put a few He's put yeah, a few there's, babies there's up there. a few babies in there, you know. Wait, so when he's disappearing the towns, is he definitely putting them up his kind of like robot cloaca bug butt thing? It shows it happens. Yeah. He actually, okay. if your power level's low enough, he stabs you with his big pointy tail and liquefies you like a spider, and then you go in. But if you're a big, juicy teen android, then it opens then the, up like the a vacuum. Of the 
the stabby thing. You gotta open. see yeah. the GIF. It's uh it is unambiguous. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's all very laid out. Okay. Um, so I, I simply must talk about Dragon Ball we Z, must. even there though I no do choice. not want to. Anyway, <laughs> just real fast. Dr. Briefs and Bulma are fixing Android sex, <laughs> sexy teen. Uh, Android 16. You he was help. designed to kill Goku. He got chunks taken out of his head, but now he wants to fight on side of friends. They're trying to fix his head. They're like this brain is filled with nothing but how to kill goku facts why is he your friend and dr brief says because he's a kindly robot <laughs> moving on i like androids i like him that's why bitch. why is he called dr briefs is he always wearing briefs well yeah. move on <laughs> unfortunately i know the Dutch, answer to this it's uh, a german name uh no. he had to relocate after the 40s so all Dragon Ball families are named after thematic things. So all Saiyans are actually named after vegetables. Uh-huh. And yeah. uh, so Kakarot is actually carrot. Yes. Uh, cool. Vegeta is vegetables. <laughs> Uh, and so right, Bulma's yep. family is all named after undergarments. So he's Dr. Briefs. Bulma is literally bo- like... Br- uh, I know we love sharing this fact. This doesn't actually clear anything up about why. I don't know why. Her sister's name is Bra, which really seems like a raw deal. Uh, that would be hard. Anyway. Yeah, no one likes a Bra. Nobody uh, likes a Bra. Bra is a better name than Dr. Briefs. I quite well, like Dr. Briefs. Briefs. Yeah, oh, yeah, Briefs no, that's is okay, the last fine, that's name. Like, oh, I see. Okay, so so what's Briefs his is name? the family name. So I what's, don't his know. Fa- what's his first name? Long briefs. Yeah. <laughs> Big old yeah. schlong. Listen, if you saw his wife, you're like, that briefs is packing. <laughs> Escape uh, Nazi scientist schlong briefs. <laughs> yeah. That's right. uh, What's anyway. for NASA now? <laughs> All right. Go- Android 16. Uh, yeah, Goku. Anyway, they're just like, Android 16 is going to help us out. Whatever. Uh, Goku puts his, his gi back on because he wants to fight as an earthling. And mm-hmm. Mr. Popo makes a point that he washed it. I'm like, Mr. Popo, stop serving these motherfuckers. Uh, he, had, he had a year to wash. Oh, no, he only had a day, I guess. It went yeah. the other way. I was watching that. Like, you had a lot of time to wash it. Let's not And then, uh, you know, uh, Gohan goes to Mr. Piccolo, and it's like, Mr. Piccolo, I actually want to look like you when I fight because you're the one who actually raised me. And I forgot that Piccolo had a magic clothes hand. Very important. <laughs> the other characters managed to develop mm. uh, beams of terrible military significance with their bodies. Piccolo can mm. shoot clothes from his hands, and he's only done it twice. So He's it's got a fe- t-shirt cannon. <laughs> yeah. And, and he has to scream for it to come out. He got bitten by a radioactive T-shirt, and this is what happened. Yeah, yeah. he and killed I, I, Maud Flanders. <laughs> Ooh, excuse me. Uh, I, I forgot that I love this version of Teen Gohan in the Piccolo costume. It's very iconic. Huge oh. shoulder pads and like yeah. a heavy scarf thing. It's a, it's on a great him. look. He's turning it out. He's bringing runway looks to the Cell Games. Yeah, anyway, this question. is Lenny Kravitz in winter. That's yeah. the vibe. That's a really good point. It's a slightly like Lawrence of Arabia type thing as well. Like if he was Yeah, and that's what Lenny Kravitz in winter is up to. Everyone knows that. I love right. the entire Piccolo outfit. There is only one element of it that gives me great pause, and it is, mm. what are those shoes? I don't think oh, I noticed the shoes. Oh, the shoes do look a bit shoes, like man. kind of sacks. They're like. They've been rolled over at the top. They're like thick socks, and that's it. He's from space. 
Who knows? Well, like, Uggs? Maybe he doesn't need socks. Maybe he's just wearing them to make her comfortable. Maybe he just wants to be comfy. Are they like slipper socks? They're like no, they're kind of like sacking shoes. You know, you they're know, they kind look, of like. Uh, in the early 2000s, like over here, people were wearing, all these girls were wearing slouchy boots. Yes. Slouchy, slouchy boots. Like. Uh, yeah, I had, I had several yeah, pairs of slouchy right. boots. Okay. Everyone had slouchy, slouchy boots boot. okay, on the sl- way to see A slouchy boot is. Look, I'm standing right here, okay? Jesus. <laughs> God damn. I was um, also there. It's fine. The men's slouch boot. <laughs> the slouchy no, but boot. but men's didn't have, it was a women's uh, look. No, 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 no. They're like, they're like a kind of, like, they're like a kind of like soft feminized like pirate boot. Yeah. And they're like flat and suede. And then the, and then the bit that you put your like calf in were like, was like really big and like kind of slouchy. And so you kind of wore that kind of like scrunched down and then it was so together so that the slouches were like permanent parts of the boot yeah, it was, so it was it didn't uh, just like rely on like a less, natural crunching so that's a oh. men's sock boot alex i've shared more, a slouch boot in the chat it's, okay it, that is not quite what i'm talking about but it is close this is closer to piccolo's shoe which is why i clicked on it oh shit. okay because if it was see, a woman's slouch see, boot they one. have the phase eight sasha suede um, slouch boot black see, size six see, next is 280 dollars god what, damn. what, what, what Milo, i remember is shorter than more like ankle what miley milo is like showing those. us now or miley as i just like i just, I just called him just um, being miley just just being miley um these are all healed boots the actual early noughts slouch boot were all flat i don't think you can get them anymore oh i got a yeah, jc they, penny they, up they got canceled they, they got like, canceled yeah they're like we're throwing these the with peplums into the memory hole get out, yeah. out of here also uh whenever i open google chrome now i get a bunch of pop-up ads on my mac from watching all these bootleg anime websites it finally happened i didn't even <laughs> know Macs could get pop-ups but here we are um all right all right here's another slouch boot Alex, oh my god. Okay, is oh yeah, that, that, that's about? them. I miss. That's the yeah. fuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh they, those those look really Yes, there horrible. she is. Yeah, you can get them in low. You it's stylish. It makes yeah, you look Penny like your master would Piccolo. still be carrying them. Oh, and the, and the thing about the slouch boot is they like they were like very much masquerading as something that would be like really really comfortable, but they weren't they at all because they didn't grip your foot in any way, shape, or form. So your foot just went like kind of went sliding around. So in order to like walk in any normal way, you had to like curl your toes round in order to like suction the sole of your boot onto your foot. Yeah, well, that's yeah. the, thing the sort of thing I can remember girls wearing at six form. Yeah. Yeah. Piccolo is wearing these all of the time, and all he does is fight all day and kick people. And I'm looking at what he's wearing, and I'm like, "There's got to be a better way. This yeah, can't so- be the right fighting shoe." Someone needs to mm. get him at least some like skate sneakers that grip your 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 arches or I wanna something. I want to see his nasty hoof. I want him to barefoot it. Yeah, maybe Do he has a nasty feet. You want? Oh feet my god, picks. Alex! No, <laughs> Why I, don't I don't want. Feet. I don't want to conjure Alex, that. If you go I don't want to conjure it. You I'm will find a Piccolo's picture of Piccolo's feet. Don't do it! Oh my god, we're gonna get so much Piccolo feet Piccolo fan art. Please feet. don't make this happen to me. That's gonna uh, be weird. It's, weird. it's a human foot. Lesions. I hate it. I hate it. Listen, I I simply just must talk about how Goku then instant transmissions to cells. <laughs> ring that he built he dunks on his design sense which you do not do to a day drunk catty gay man that's very <laughs> rude and then he's like anyway see you at the big fight goodbye and then leaves so goku 
Goku decides that he needs to see Cell in person and then is just very rude about the ring he worked so hard on. Mm. They have a whole discussion about like, don't you like my ring? And he's like, I think given the situation, it sucks ass, Cell. And there's mm. rubble flying everywhere. Have you but done the enough ring is damage done? with your ring? <laughs> Ask those robot twins. <laughs> you tore down a neighborhood for this. Uh, the ring is there's so they're talking, and because they're so powerful by themselves, rubble is floating up around their heads. They and change the- causes in the weather. They're spewing out chemtrails. It's really getting wackadoo. And then Goku comes back to the gang and he's like, yeah, uh, he's stronger than me. Oh, well. And they're like, the world's on the line, Goku. And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to get back in the chamber, though. It's fine. It'll be right. fine. Right. Because he came out early. That's and what pick- I, it's the and whole then Piccolo- thing of the episode is he refuses yeah. to go back in, but won't say why. And then Piccolo's like, OK, well, we have nine days. Like, why don't you just do one more go in there? Like, why wouldn't you? It literally would just be one less day. And he'd right. be he's like, like no, yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. It's hot and cold. Yeah, I don't want to. It's, it's, like, it's white. It hurts your eyes. All so the food this, is in jars. So this chamber, it's like an strengthening, in masculating mm. sauna. Yes. yes. It's, it's a uh, sauna for men. It's, it's Russian. It is a it's sauna a, it's a sauna yeah. for men for guys to just go and hang out. Yeah. Okay. So they're yeah. beating each other with birch twigs. Yeah. Equals Everyone's a year. Okay. Yeah. It does. It does yeah. a hot steam, and then it does the ice cooling. Okay. And then you this fight is, in it, and then and this is the location like of the blowjob of the week. Yes. Yes. Right. But the big crux of this episode is people being like, "Goku, please, the fate of the world." You need to go back into the room. And he just goes, the room sucks. I want to lie down and impregnate my wife with my second son coming Mm. out in the Boo Saga. Which, by the way, we have long established that Goku is is Vol Cell like Ace. So like... Chi may just really, take his seed. Chi Chi's just waiting to to just for him to fall asleep or something. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But while he's asleep, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Piccolo says to him, You would only be stronger. I don't get what the problem is, <laughs> and he's like, ah, I'm, There's such a thing as be. I'm I, oh, but then Goku says, I'm as strong as I possibly can be. Looks at Vegeta and he says, <laughs> He goes, I mean. You can, you can get back in there. You can use I totally to, to beef up a little be. bit. <laughs> and Vegeta goes, are you implying that you're stronger than me? He goes, I'm not implying. <laughs> I'm like, Again, oh. weird eyes drawn, mm. veering into the distance, like not looking at yeah. it. <laughs> it's really Epic weird. Epic rap battles of anime history. Yeah. Goku thoroughly pisses everyone off and he goes, got mm. a jet. And he just yeah. takes off with Gohan, rolls into Corrin's house. He's like, hey, Corrin. What's up? Can you tell me how? Oh yeah, Jerobi's like you hear the fuck up, right. my, you know. So this right. is the this is the talking cat who lives in like a giant spinning top that floats in the sky. He lives in a spinning yeah. top under the other spinning top that they were just talking in. They're on top of each mm. other. He yeah. gives out beans on his magic tower. I don't remember what else he does, but a big part of this episode is Goku wants to see him and ask him questions. Yeah, I I love Corrin's lifestyle, okay? Mm. Yajirobe uh, is his platonic life mate, question mark. Um, they Who's just, not a cat, so they hopefully don't fuck. Well, 
you know, there's a lot of monster people in this. I don't know what mm. the the ethical questions of this. I get does. deadbeat roommate from him. Yeah, there. I have a feeling it's a real like PCU situation. They're just smoking a lot of weed and mm. just hanging. It seems like the chillest spot in the Dragon Ball universe, honestly. But Goku, you, you don't shook- think it's like a kind of Burton Burton Ernie gay bed death situation? That's what. See, that's what I think. I okay. do. That's what I'm personally thinking is like a, a yeah, like Corin they, they, is Bert then. Because Yajirobe is for certain Ernie. Mm. Yes, yes. Ernie doesn't have a care in the world. And he has yeah. a blade. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yajirobe's like, are you here to beg me to fight? And they're like, yeah, okay, whatever. Hey, Corrin, uh, how strong is Cell compared to me? And he's like, well, let's check it out. Goku powers up and almost destroys Korin's home. And he's like, please Yatra stop. Yatrobi being blown away by gale force winds out of a 2,000 feet in the air tower. And no one even like tries to help him. Yeah, no one's yes. like, like trying to use okay? the MTA. <laughs> he's uh, holding on by his fingers like sideways at the edge of the tower. And they're just like, ha ha. Like, if I was a little piggy, I would get very triggered by someone showing up and trying mm. to blow my house down. Yeah. yeah, and there's rubble everywhere. Where is the rubble coming from? It's well, not in the tower. I just feel like the amount of damage Goku does in this moment really would crumble the entire tower. And I'm like, you're just trying to kill everyone in one full blow. And even Corns thinks to himself, like, oh. Goku really doesn't seem all that concerned. Right. <laughs> That's kind of upsetting. He says something to him like, you're not human anymore, are you? Which is yeah, he's really like, cutting to the core of the issue. He's like, you're fully terrifying. <laughs> and uh, I know they're setting us up for a next level of Super Saiyan, but it's very mm. funny in this episode because both him and Gohan have thoughts like, dad doesn't really know what he's doing. Like, he right. doesn't have a plan. This is terrifying. And yet he is the director of strategy at Dragon Ball Inc. and is refusing to get back <laughs> in the damn time room. I understand you're at the zenith of your power. Your son is 11 years old. Another year is a big difference. He might get hair at some point. Yeah. Although none of them have hair I just on their want bodies. My, I just want my son to get pubes. Yeah. <laughs> Send him into the chamber. Yeah, I'm sorry. Exactly. It's but the power you, pube chamber. If mm. my son is going to be fighting a bug, I want him to have pubes first. This is Call something that I will not change my mind about. Mm. Does um, grass on the wicket fight a cricket? There you go. <laughs> yes. If there's grass on the wicket, fight a cricket. Write it on my grave. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on my goddamn grave. That's another British law, actually. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Depends if it's a cake or not. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I, what the fuck? So basically, <laughs> I don't... Oh, the gears aren't on, everybody. Lights on, no one's home. Uh, so basically, uh, Goku almost knocks down the tower. He's like, that was actually only half my power. And Corrin's like, well, pretty cool, but you're still going to lose. And he's like, ha ha, that's what I thought. I'm like, you I are thought so. Way too chill about this. They uh, they fly away. And uh, yeah, even Yajirobe's like, that guy gets freakier every day. I'm like, you you said it, Brosif. Hmm. Uh, Vegeta has a literal grown man shit fit about Goku being more powerful than him. And he goes, Piccolo, get in the chamber. Right. After they discuss, 
they have a very long discussion about the order in which people go in the chamber, which I thought was really unnecessary. <laughs> and this is where Piccolo <laughs> clarifies you can only be in there two days anyway. You're not going to get eight days in the chamber, you bully. Uh, you tiny Goku, Italian alien. Goku and Gohan get back to Master Roshan's island where he's like, okay, Gohan, here's the plan. Three days of fucking off. Three days of fighting. Three days of fucking off. Then to the Cell Games. And Gohan's like, I don't think we're prepared. And he's like, it's fine. Let's go see your mom. and then they see their mom and their mother is very cruel to them very unfair but what you have to keep in mind about chi chi is they're just trying to hit her character beats which is like in the writer's room they have the little uh blackboard with all the the basic stuff you need and chi chi's character says like colon is a bitch and so (laughs) she shows up she says something mean she's a bitch canonically (laughs) gohan was like nine years old when she last saw him maybe even younger she hasn't seen him in like two years. And uh and, he's very and, negative, Katie. And then he shows up like a foot taller, ripped, and she very logically is like, Did you bleach your hair? Like, why mm. would she know what's going on? <laughs> like, and go who hasn't raised them at all. Like, I would also like if my like deadbeat baby daddy showed up with my kid with bleached hair after not seeing them for two years, I'd be like, yo, what the fuck? And he's a <laughs> foot taller and he's just using <laughs> yeah. curse words now. Yeah. Like, we got to get the lawyer in here because this is not working. <laughs> like, I would um, watch an entire like spinoff, which was just like Goku's wedding planning. Like kind of all like vlogs about them, like go well, like, about I'm them trying to, like, like, trying to plan their wedding. <laughs> Chi Chi used to be very wealthy, and he ruined her life. So there would be a lot of like interesting, like Bravo TV mm. reality, like Bridezilla stuff, right. where she's I'd- like shooting out a budget. And uh, Goku is just too busy fighting <laughs> to stop her. He just loves fighting. Say yes to the dress Dragon Ball edition. Yeah, I'd mm. fucking yes. watch that. Uh, mm. There is a movie where you you see everyone at the wedding. We watched it. A man's marrying f- a pig. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Oh, um, long- another oh. British law. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, I watched that Dark Mirror. Right, that really happened. <laughs> yeah. Does Does David Cameron exist? That, that in literally. Dragon Ball yeah, that that literally happened. It happens. In yeah, that was a happened. historical documentary. Right? That's why that pig had to flee to Japan. <laughs> oh, Oolong. It was a Oolong kind of Monica Lewinsky type situation. Oolong to get out is of the a, limelight. So Oolong and Puar, the floating blue cat, both are talking animals that possess the power to shapeshift. Transform. Into like 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 a ditto. They can like take on the appearance of anything. They can be a biscuit or a cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is implied in a movie in an offhand comment that they went to college. <laughs> <laughs> to do what? <laughs> to do Colleges. what? They went to Shapeshifter University or whatever together. It's like a really offhand comment, but I've never been able to let it go. Hmm. Shapeshifter anyway, spring break. School. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, in African studies. Frat party. Yeah. At the, I did an uh, MBA. End of the episode. Chi Chi cries. She accuses Gohan of looking like he's in a punk band. And then the announcer comes on and is like, all right, that's the episode. All right. Did you like that? Next time on Dragon Dragon Ball Z. Z. Does this count? (laughs) Gohan forms a punk band. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, out of seven Dragon Balls, what are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, well, let's start with... Um, I guess let's start with me. Alex, rate and review. Oh, this episode was bad, and the only highlight was the rubble, which I have a lot of questions about. Where does it come from? What is happening with the rubble? What rubble is it? Where is it dirt? Why is the chunk so large? And for the kind of curiosity spike in my life, I'm going to give it three out of seven Dragon Balls. But otherwise, there were no beams. There was no fighting. There was a lot of like obscure rule setting that doesn't really make any sense or need to be there. And uh, it was bad and it was a bad episode. And that's three out of seven Dragon Balls. Right on. Mm. Uh, out of seven Dragon Balls, Nate, will you give it? No, it's Milo. It's oh. the, Milo. the thing is lying to us. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. So, yeah, Nate's, Nate's not here. Uh, Nate, Nate's in the hyperbolic time chamber. I'm so sorry. Uh-huh. You said your name and it went. <laughs> oh, no, that is that is fine. I don't remember my own name half the time. Um, I, I mean, yeah, this episode felt like a filler episode. Like the it, kind of episode you can get away with when there are 400 episodes. <laughs> and like sometimes you just need a break, you know, from stuff happening. Sometimes you just need a bottle episode of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, you need a guy to go talk to a cat about whether he's jacked enough. And the cat to go, oh, not really. Um, and again, this is the edited down version of the show where they're skipping the episode where Goku has to get a driver's license. Where <laughs> What? Uh, that, that's an actual episode of the show that they're going to cut out. Um, huh. Piccolo starts making bread in jars, but he has a beam <laughs> for it. That's all taken out. So this is like their condensed meat and potatoes. This is the, the need the dra- to know. Dragon Ball sourdough. You, you need this information to move Dragon forward. Dragon Ball highlights. It's good for you. Yeah. Um, I, I think I might go with three as well. Like it was, you know, there were there were some moments that, that teased my interest, such as like, Vegeta being like kind of angry and horny about Goku at the same time, you know, uh, mm. the his wife not recognizing him because he had frosted tips. You know, there are elements that were intriguing, but in general, quite a boring episode. Well, it's because a frosted tip steals your soul. So, mm. um, so if you have frosted tips, obviously your own mother won't recognize you because you no yeah. longer have a soul. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm just realizing. Well, this is when my dad turned 40, he bleached his hair without telling anyone, and people did keep saying, "I don't know who you are" to him. Yeah. Hmm. So uh-huh. this is kind of based in the real world a little bit. It's I'm very much in the Superman universe with the glasses and the gla- glasses on, glasses off. I feel like it's I feel like it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Superman could mm. bleach his hair. I mean, come on. Uh Phoebe, mm. do you have a uh, out of seven for this? Um, I'm gonna give it a four out of seven. And that's because oh yeah, and that's because it baffled me to the extent that I just assumed that a like a bunch of smart stuff was going on under the surface smart. that I just didn't understand. Yes, it's a very intellectual mm. Yeah, it, it felt very it <laughs> felt very like felt very subtextual. It felt like there was a lot of um illusion and inference going on. Um the wide I, sargasso Z. Yeah. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> I hate that so much. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I feel like there was some, I feel like there was some philosophy in there. I feel like there was like some Descartes happening. So yeah, four, mm. four out of seven. The evil demon. Yeah, and exactly. I will also give this three out of seven. I, I like seeing all my pals. My it's good to see people. It's good to see them, but God, 
there there was so much talk about what order people get to use the bathroom at the club mm. in this. Like, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, if you check the chat, I shared the image of Piccolo's feet. If you just yeah, we're gonna we're gonna that. save that as a special treat. Okay. Okay, now we're watching right, it now, now I guess. Oh god, no, I already see a thumbnail. Oh okay. why are you doing this, mate? He's got There's so many oh. advertisements. Oh, no. oh. They're kind of regal in a way. They're a king's <sighs> foot. Alex, are you coming out to me as a foot guy right now? This is strange. I'm I, here to present information. I what does this have to do with po- Pokemon though? And your lifestyle, but I respect it. Look at these freaking clompers. We're mm. getting into can you fuck a choke territory again. So I I think it's time for an email. <laughs> yeah. It's time for Dragon Give me some of that Dragon This week's email. This one is important. Uh, from VRSS Music. Uh, entitled "Is the Grinch Sun uh, Is the Grinch Tsundere?" and then there's no further words. It's just "Is the Grinch Tsundere?" Okay, what does that mean? Yeah, what's Tsundere? So Tsundere is like uh, the famous example is if you've seen Evangelion, Aska is Tsundere. It's like you're a you're a girl who's mean. <laughs> it's when you're a girl who's mean. Oh, okay. okay. So oh. it's the Japanese. Okay. Archetype of a sassy pe- brat with a lot of repression. Am I so to understand that? Is 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 Let's it all my ex girlfriends? Is that? Yeah, why the... don't you, Alex? Why don't you read a definition? Right. There's got to be some like. See if it mentions weeb- Milo's ex girlfriends. It must so, be like yeah. a Weebopedia type. Weebopedia.com here. This says Weebophilia. A tsundere is a character, most often female and in anime, who switches from being tough and cold towards a love interest into being soft and sweet. And there's a real argument for the Grinch in there, isn't there? I would say mm. so, yes. Yeah, the Grinch does. I, yeah. But And I have not- fucked the Grinch, so... Oh, no. really? You had that, that G pussy, that green pussy? Yeah, that grussy. You that. Oh, that, that grussy. I that have grussy gooped dough. on the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, were, <laughs> were you looking to goop the Grinch, or was this like a like you wake up in the morning and you're like I can't believe I fucked the Grinch? Sometimes it just happens, you know. You're just you're at a work event and the Grinch is there. You and have you end enough up egg on the, Grinch. the Grinch starts looking good. We were in yeah. quarantine for a long time. <laughs> mm. You know, as a Jew, I was just like, I just wanted to experience what it would be like to be with a Grinch. I'm sorry. I know right. it's crazy, mm. but. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a thing a lot of people go back to, which is the Grinch coded Jewish, since his whole thing is hating yeah. Christmas. The, the Grinch is Mizrahi. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say no, though, because. Why? No, the Grinch, I I would say the Grinch isn't Jewish, and I'm only just basing this on I'm only basing this on the Anglo-Jewish community, who ex- like accept is very different from the from the American Jewish community. I've seen Peaky Blinders. Okay, first of all, <laughs> like, we'll come back to that. All right, let's not bring Birmingham into this. Let's not. Let's just fucking not. Let's not bring Birmingham into this. And <laughs> it's very interesting. Jewish people in this country fucking love christmas like mm. almost to a kind of like a tongue-in-cheek we're gonna take your shit 
and like and almost like satirize it with how much we love it yeah there's a whole there's a whole christmas jumper and christmas cookie and like i have never known anyone who's who takes christmas more seriously than uh than the than the other jewish people who i grew up with christmas is good though yeah. When you go to the I, when you go to the like states, a, the American Christmas kind of sucks. I think that's the reason. Just Jewish churlishness. Just yeah. When I had an American girlfriend and she came to Britain for Christmas, she was like, "Whoa! Like British Christmas is like awesome. It's like super fun." I'm like, oh, because yeah. you break out the boys' choirs. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's like you, the main you, difference, right? Is there's edophilia is legal for three days house. a year. I mean, is it just like a survival <laughs> tactic, though? I uh, I just no, don't think I of do- Jews when I think of. <laughs> no, I don't think it. This is the thing. Like, I actually want. I uh, like. I because I like. I like. This is something that I've noticed since I was like. Since I was a kid, I don't know if it's a, if it was like originally a survival tactic. I think it's more like a kind of. I think it's more like a kind of sort of joking around kind of parodic behavior like kind of okay so you got this thing yeah you got this thing you got the son of god okay so we're gonna do that but we're gonna do it like so much more and we're gonna make it like extremely camp and we're gonna take it far more seriously Mm. than you even though we don't believe any of it how do you like that Ah, 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 ah." like like, irony pilled yeah exactly (laughs) but for loving christmas The, the jews invented the irony pill like well the song White Christmas was written by a pair of Jewish immigrants to the United States. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's mm. as such, it is the first recorded punk song. I so will not be elaborated your question, on that. VRSS music, yes, the Grinch is Tsundere, but not Jewish. Yeah, the Grinch is not Jewish. I'm not having that, sorry. Mm. Thanks for writing in. If you have a question, <laughs> write to ballinoutsuper at gmail.com. We're taking questions every week. Well, I hear that train of coming. What's that sound? Plug a plug a choo choo. It's the plug train. Oh, mm. she's coming around. My yeah. little Phoebe. Plug what, yourself what you with your teen robots. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we have a podcast together. Uh, it's called Masters of Our Domain. Uh, it's a podcast where we sort of attempt to talk about Seinfeld as little as possible. <laughs> like, I'd say we talk In about the Seinfeld. the spirit of Seinfeld, to be honest. Yeah. Right. We discuss it less than you talk about Dragon Ball Z, I would say. I reckon it's a lower percentage of the episode. We did get to a point in the middle of this show where we were talking and I was like, oh, they don't think we're going to finish recapping the episode. <laughs> yeah, no. We're we, we <laughs> just going to go that. rogue for another 45 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's a fun, it's a comedy show. It's a fun comedy yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, I also do uh, Trash Future. That's a, it's a politics podcast. I don't know. I don't know what Trash Future is about anymore. It's a podcast where we yell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's right. And I do voices. Uh, and Phoebe does podcasts also. I do. Um, I do a podcast called 10,000 Posts, which is a podcast about posting online. Our favorite activity. Our favorite activity. These are all mm-hmm. wonderful podcasts. I do love a Take poster. Take it from me, listeners. You have to listen to these great podcasts. You simply must. Mm. Alex Patak, what you got? In the cooker, in the fun cooker. Uh, thank you to everybody in the cooker who came out to the Pod Damn America live show, and especially to the one fateful listener who brought Katie Yu-Gi-Oh cards that she is going to use as a springboard to get really mm. into the Yu-Gi-Oh Duel Monsters trading card game. It's going to start her career. She's Your move! I'm she's going to be making you do your move, and then it's her trap card. And so thank you to you. Um, I will only plug, I guess, 
Pod Damn America Theater of Delights, my other podcasts, and maybe a little something else coming out around the bend. I can't say too much now. And as always, you can find me on Twitter at Katie Rose. Please, if you have a giant bomb premium account, check out Al Bummer with me and the Two Minutes Late Night crew. Last week, we talked about that U2 album that got shoved onto everyone's iPod that everybody hated. And I said out loud that I hate Radiohead and I lost 15 followers. So check (laughs) it out. And as always, please subscribe to The Ballin' Out patreon at patreon.com if you want to know how i'm using these goddamn Yu-Gi-Oh cards but that's been us for this week check it out next week as always here on the internet balling out super super, super duper beams, beams.